Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. What's up? So happy that you're tuning in today. This is episode 135 of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. My name is Elisa, and today I am actually recording this episode from the cutest, most cozy little cabin. I am staying at the Anupaya Cabin Co., which are these like beautiful little cabins. They're owned and operated by Anupaya in Deep River, Ontario, Canada. And ugh, it is absolutely beautiful here. My cabin's actually right on the water, and I have to say, Anupaya, if you have never heard of this company, go and check them out right now. Actually, I'm going to link them in the show notes. This isn't even an ad. They are not paying me to say this, but I love this. Anupaya is like a sustainable houseware and clothing company, and they have these cabins now, and everything, I love everything that they stand for. They are such amazing people. The founders Oh my gosh, Pete and Shannon, so amazing. Uh, so my cabin has like this little kitchen with like the best Anupaya products, the linens, the pillows, the blankets, even the tea that they give you, the scented candles, everything is so thoughtful. And um, I've had the most wonderful four days and three nights reconnecting to myself. I, you know, I tossed and turned about what I wanted to talk to you guys about with this because there's so much happening right now and I have so many topics, but I really had to sit and spend time alone and reconnect to myself. Like I came out here to spend alone time and reconnect who I am to my authenticity. And I did that because I've been feeling so disconnected to life from from the past, like in the past few days for sure. But over the past few months. And so I had to sit down and really harness in on this topic today. I am being affected by a lot of things. And I know many of you are being affected by a lot of things as well. And maybe you can't even put your name on it or you can't quite label what it is. For me, I am super affected by things happening in Canada and the discrimination that many healthy Canadians are facing. I am appalled by by the conditioning here by the mind fuck that is the media and the ideologies that people have who are, you know, so pro-equality that they are against equality and equal rights. And it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't agree with it. It really doesn't make sense to me. I'm having a really hard time with it. I'm being affected by just like the, the big tidal wave of cancel culture that has struck so many of us and hustle culture that is like, telling us to keep speeding up when we're trying to slow down and diet culture and all the people who think it's okay to not take responsibility for themselves and instead cancel you or hate you or talk shit about you. And I'm being affected by family decisions where certain people are being excluded. And, and recently I ultimately took the actions of a few people in my life, super personal, and I hurt myself. I hurt myself in my mind 
I hurt myself by believing in the stories of other people and giving them my power. Not only did I give their narratives personal meaning, but I also gave many low-vibing individuals in my life my attention for far too long. My attention is the greatest gift. Your attention is your greatest gift. Where you are paying attention and giving your attention is a gift. And last week I woke up one day and I realized that I'm not in alignment with myself. Things are good in my life, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for so many things. You can be grateful and out of alignment. This is a yes and situation because my mind and the meaning that I've attached to specific events recently has been toxic. And in this, the biggest mistake I made, and I for some reason feel like everyone listening today is going to resonate with this in one way or another, is I abandoned my authenticity for the sake of someone else. And that is why today's episode is all about authenticity, all right? How the world is giving you permission right now to lose yourself. It's the death of the authentic voice everywhere. But before I get into that, I I need to start with the moment that I realized and made a conscious decision to slow down and stop and breathe and make space and make time for myself. Because don't get me wrong, I have a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> it's like a massive workshop I'm doing for my program. It's on July 6th. Oh my gosh, registration isn't open yet. It's opening in a few days. So if you like want to come to that, it is, it's, oh my gosh, some of my favorite things are going to be talked about in that workshop. We are going to transform the shit out of each other. It's going to be amazing. But also I have a lot going on in my social media business, the podcast, other commitments. There's a lot going on in my life right now. And I'm not quitting life by coming out here by any means. No, I'm not just escaping my responsibilities. Absolutely not. I, I decided to come out here to, to silence the outside world so that I can reconnect to my intuition, my passions, be with nature, feel that self-love again, really give myself some time and space to love myself. And I had a very easy conversation with my partner, Michael. I told him I needed a few days away to reconnect and, and finish off my thoughts for my new course and some deep solo work I wanted to do alone. And, and oh, oh, Michael... He's just the most amazing man. He held space for that. He didn't even hesitate when he said, yes, go do this. If you need this, please go and enjoy yourself. No questions asked, 100% support. What a gift. What a gift. And so I booked myself the cutest little cabin on the water here, and here we are. Here we are. So if you're a fan of the show, you know that I believe that solo trips, solo experiences are an essential part of being one with yourself on this earth. They are an opportunity for you to spend time with your thoughts and observe them without distraction. How many people out there, let's let's maybe let's maybe get more specific. How many moms out there wish that they could get away from their kids, for example, for even just a night or a few nights, you know? And then when it happens, they don't know what to do with themselves. They just want their kids back. (laughs) Like, I I can't hang out with myself. 
How many times have you set out on an adventure with like an expectation and it didn't go as well as you had planned? So you feel the entire trip is ruined. You know, like you have a set destination where you want to go and then it doesn't turn out that way and your whole trip is ruined. How often do you have a few hours of alone time? Those little pockets, those windows, and instead of filling your cup with being creative, connecting to your passions, maybe even like moving your body or even reading, okay? Disconnecting. You end up scrolling social media the whole time or checking Instagram every five minutes. How many times does that happen? These are the ways and the habits that nobody is paying attention to. And these are the things that are being, this is the way that you're being conditioned to not question your life, not question what's happening, not question your habits. And those things are becoming normal and you're just looping in them. And in every one of those situations, the reality is you're losing your authenticity. You're losing who you are and you're giving power to something outside of you. You're setting conditions. How can you lead an authentic life if you can't spend one day alone, distraction free, holding space for your thoughts, being kind to yourself, allowing uh, uh, the energy of what was to flow through you and out the other side. How can you lead an authentic life if you're constantly looking outside yourself for approval or worried about what other people think? How can you be your authentic self with conditions placed on other people or experiences? How? How is being at the mercy of an external outcome authentic? So in this episode, I'm going to break down one of the five hidden elements of the intuitive awareness solution. Yes, there are five hidden elements, five things that we do not talk about, five things that we do not learn about, that we do not associate with our lives. There are five different elements of awareness that are hidden beneath the surface that most people do not understand and that most people do not have the support or space or consciousness to understand. And if you're tuning in today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, running, walking, cleaning, sitting, whatever, (laughs) I'm going to uncover the element of the authentic voice Okay, that's element number one, one of five, the authentic voice in a way that only my students will ever get, my students in the course. This is the way I speak. This is what I teach within my program, all right? This is the element of an intuitive awareness that I have just reconnected with, that I came out here to reconnect with, and I feel like a new woman. I feel so in love with life. I feel my personal power. I know... I have my own back. What an amazing feeling. I know what I stand for and what I stand against. And I want to share all of this with you today. Okay, you ready? I'm just going to take a sip of coffee. Here we go. Mm, Coffee. Okay, so this episode is basically uh, like it's permission to dig deeper into the the, uh, the idea of the authentic self. And I want to start by saying that um, this is like the element, one of the reason why I'm sharing this today is because it's, it's, it's the element in the intuitive awareness foundation 
that is most often difficult to navigate with a deeper purpose, right? What I mean by this is we can think we are behaving authentically, but really 90% of our behavior is automated. And because we have never learned to break the loop and break out of our automations to break out of the box we've lived in forever, it can be hard to reconnect to the truth of who we are. It can feel lonely and scary and sometimes confusing. And what do I mean by our automations? I mean, what I mean is that even as you're listening to my voice right now, you're thinking, oh, I'm interested in this podcast. Oh, this is a good podcast. You know, I'm curious. Like you're not like you're, 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 you're feeling things. Things are coming up. You're not thinking about whether this podcast is good or bad. You're not thinking about whether you're curious about this topic. The feeling comes up automatically. You're not consciously saying, hey, am I curious about this? Why am I curious about this? No, that stuff is coming up automatically. As you hear my voice and as I'm going through this, you're you're not conscious about the thoughts that are coming. They are just happening. Our subconscious mind automates the decisions that we make and the thoughts that come up so that we don't have to spend so much energy and time on them every day. And that's why we get stuck. That's why we lose ourselves and we don't know it. So, but that's a subject for another day. (laughs) Actually, join my workshop on July 6th and we're going to understand that fully. Okay. Anyhow, and as we get into the meat of this episode, I, I want you to keep in mind that most people... Most people, and this could be you, have a very strategic and systematic automated belief in place that will allow them to avoid their truth and bury it and deny who they are and things like that. All for the fear of being judged and outcasted. Being different in a world that doesn't tolerate being different is very, very scary. So my question to you now is, are you ready to reclaim your authentic voice. I want to hear you say, hell yeah, baby. (laughs) So basically this episode is designed to pull you back into alignment. It's kind of hitting all the points that I've gone through over the last four days up here in nature. And it doesn't mean that you need to go to a cabin on the water for you to find your authentic voice. This is just the way that I was able to reconnect and, and do this. Okay. So everyone's different. The point is, is I'm sharing with you, we are going to really harness your authentic energy and empower yourself to think and believe outside the box, which is incredibly important for you to see success with this and returning to you and returning to your authenticity. This doesn't mean do the things your parents want you to do or do the things that you've, you have a degree in maybe like your, your job, the field of work that you committed to when you were a teenager or be the person that your husband wants you to be. This doesn't even mean that you need to be doing the thing that you've been chipping away at the block on for the last five, 10 years. However, I get that that is something that you want to keep going. I understand that. In fact, around, like, I understand the building of your life and where we have a final destination that we want to be at and chipping away at it. When I was um, around 2017, it was, it was actually 2016, 2017. I was coaching athletes at the provincial level here in Canada. I was coaching coaches, all right? I was part of the long-term athlete development uh, committee in Canada. And one day, 
like I was, I had the best life. Everyone was like, you get to travel the world. You get to do all these things, work with high performance athletes. Like people just like, you know, they, they glorified my job and I loved my job. Don't get me wrong. I was, I, I loved it. And I got to ski 200 days a year. It was fantastic. <laughs> but then one day I woke up and I realized that I don't want to do this anymore. And I was no longer passionate about it the same way that I had been for over a decade. But I realized that this wasn't my purpose. And I do believe that your purpose will shift and change and evolve over time. Right? You're not a robot. And when I looked at the version of me, okay, let's go back. Let's look at the version of me when I'm five years old. My purpose when I was five years old is not the same purpose that I have now. (laughs) When I was five, it was probably playing and laughing and building forts and picking on my brother (laughs) or whatever else I was doing when I was five years old. Okay. When I was 20, I believed my purpose was to be the best athlete I could possibly be for my country. I was training for the Olympics. Mm. Sorry, quick coffee break. Coffee break. When I was 30, I believe my purpose was to teach athletes, to take everything that I had learned and help them be the best versions of themselves and reach their goals. And now my purpose has shifted again because my passion has shifted. So my purpose in this moment is to do what I am doing right now. This is what makes me feel good. Teaching podcasting, inspiring women to wake up and change their lives. Listening to my intuition, following the voice that doesn't speak in words, moving myself towards alignment, and then showing others how they can do the same, despite how hard it might seem. That's my purpose. And it's not uncommon to see people go through massive pivots to completely blow their lives up, you know? And actually, it's so common that we have labeled it having a midlife crisis, which is portrayed as being a bad thing because society expects you to make one life choice and stay loyal to it forever, or else you're a failure or a loser or crazy, right? Like how many times have you labeled someone as having a midlife crisis that they are crazy, they've lost their mind? This is the lie. You are allowed to change your life and do what you want. In fact, (laughs) more and more people are beginning to free themselves of their box, the box they've identified with, who are in their 40s and 50s, only now figuring out who they truly are, some even older. Honestly, after working with hundreds of people over the years and watching them move themselves and pivot into doing things that they've been putting off, doing the things that they wanted to do, hanging out with the people that they want to hang out with and not the people they're supposed to hang out with, right? People who are now communicating their needs and they're setting boundaries based on what they want their life to look like. All of that stuff. All of that stuff. It's so beautiful. You know, and then there's the control from the outside world. Things like parents, haters, judgment, things like even social media, mainstream media news, just pulling you out of alignment, telling you how to live your life. These are the people like the people that I've been working with are the people who are seeing the best results. And when you work with me and you go through the program, you will learn various things like 
becoming a front burner thinker. You're probably like, what the hell is that? And building your love foundations. Probably like, what the hell is that? We go through all of that and we evaluate your relationships to people, places and things and stuff like that to help you move along and find your authentic voice. But just remember that alignment, purpose and connecting with who you are is the most important aspect of life. You know, we hear things like be authentic, be you. I see quotes plastered all over Instagram all the time. But nobody actually teaches you how to be that version of you, especially in a world controlled by the outside world. I mean, your time is limited here. Why are you wasting your time living someone else's life? And the sad reality is that many people will never, ever break free from this. They will live their entire life by someone else's rule and judgment. Right? And if you want to see the best results and make the most profound changes for your life, for yourself, for your, for with love and compassion and, and a hell of a good time, you have to move into alignment with who you are, what you value, what you want to be, and strip the version of you that is existing and trying to keep your head above water to be liked so that someone might think you're pretty, might see you. So... Here's what happens when we go through life. When we go through life, one of these two things is going to happen. Coffee said, hold on. Mm. Damn, that's good. Okay. The first thing is we listen to the outside world and we believe that it knows better for us than we do. Or we believe that we have to follow this framework given to us to be a good girl. Right, And we get stuck in what I like to call the wellness hamster wheel of death, looping in a narrative that you're not good enough or whatever your version of that might be. Maybe it's you're not pretty enough or thin enough or successful enough. And then you repeat. The wellness hamster wheel of death is just that repeated loop of like, follow the rules. You don't like the rules. They're not benefiting you. You keep going around and around and around and around and around until you don't know who you are anymore and you don't know how to get yourself out of the rut and you don't know how to get yourself to feel good because wellness is about feeling good and you don't feel good and that's a problem. All right, the second thing is you lean into the truth of who you are and you break out of the damn box, you evolve. So the first thing is you repeat in the hamster wheel of death and the second is you Lean into the truth of who you are and you break out of the box, you evolve. How many times have you been told things in your life, things like, you can't do that. You'll never be successful without good grades. You can't do that. (laughs) That's stupid. You're you're crazy. That's going to make you fat. Don't eat that. Things like that. That type of stuff. Don't do that. That's so dumb. I can't believe you did that. Why did you do that? Don't do that. No, no, no. That's a really bad idea. Okay. Those are limits. And we're constantly told and pushed down with what is normal and what is right and what is not right. That is not possible. This is possible, right? And our version of the world is literally created by the outside world, by other people telling us, right? And if we break it down even further, our reality Our inner voice, our limits are created by a handful of influential people or authority figures in our lives. 
what they say goes, right? However, those are the people, those are other people's limits, all right? Those are other people's limits that are being imposed onto you and you take on. Whether you are aware of it or not, most people are not. They just follow the rules. And that's why so many people wake up after decades of trying to fit into a box and think, why aren't I happy? I was a good girl. I did all the things. I'm, I'm doing what you said and I'm not happy and my life isn't fulfilled. I keep getting hurt or whatever the narrative is. And, it, and it's about time that you wake up and understand that every single limit that you have in place for your life was set from someone else or something else. This understanding alone can be quite freeing, all right? We are creatures of habit. Our human nature is to be one of two things, to belong and to be authentic, okay? It's, it's to be two things. You don't. It's not one of the two things. It's both of those things. We want to belong and we want to be authentic. However, at the risk of not belonging, we will abandon our authenticity pretty much immediately. Immediately. You will immediately, if someone comes up to you who's aggressive or has a point and you think, and they're an authority figure or they're influential in your life, you will agree with them even though you do not agree with them. Or you will hold your tongue or shrink or cower or be like, hmm, you will not speak your word or your opinion or the way you feel if it does not line up with how they feel. How many times have we done that? It's part of our survival. To belong is to survive. And we will mold and change who we are to fit into our work environments, our friend environments, and even into the ecosystems of our homes because it's ingrained in us to survive. So over time, we lose who we are in an attempt to belong. We adjust who we are. We mold. We change our behaviors. We change our likes. We change our dislikes. We change our expectations. We tolerate a fucking lot of crap. We change who we are in order to fit in and be accepted and to be loved by others, right? This is safe or this feels safe. This feels safe. And then what happens is we repeat that and we repeat it and we keep going and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And then eventually we have an automated version of ourselves that was controlled and created throughout our entire lives by someone or something else, by the external world. Now, I want to make it really clear that this isn't a good thing or a bad thing. All right. I'm not judging this. This is just what happens. This is human nature. However, once you become aware of it, you can start to come back to who you are. Huh. You can take pause and ask yourself important questions about why you do the things you do and ask yourself, is this still important to me? You can come back to your alignment and your purpose. And I truly believe that the people who have a deeper connection to who they truly are have a deeper connection to the people around them and the experiences that they go through in life. Why? When we remember who we are and we stand in our authenticity, we can we can get extremely clear on our beliefs. We get more clear on our likes and our dislikes. We get more clear on our purpose, on our alignment and who we are. Now, part of the intuitive awareness solution is observing yourself through this process. It's seeing your attachments and your agreements, which, which, you know, 
it's uncovering your domesticated beliefs so that you can tr- you so you can see if those domesticated beliefs the way you've been domesticated through the process of what reward and punishment that's right <laughs> good job <laughs> To see if they're truly in alignment with your authentic self, who you actually are, your intuitive, your intuition, your nature. When you can stand in your truth and when you can get super duper clear on what you stand for and what you stand against, you become the light that attracts everyone else. You will manifest amazing people and opportunity and abundance, whatever, into your life. So the deeper you know yourself, the deeper your connection will be to others. You will attract other people who are deeper in their journey and share the same alignment. And it's a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful. This is higher vibration, higher vibrating people. And no, this does not make you superior or inferior to anyone. It's just a feeling you get around certain people, your people. And you will be the pillar that invites those around you that may not be vibing at the same level to step up and join you. The more you know yourself and stand in your truth, the more people in your life will feel safe to do the same thing, right? They will feel safe to be who they are because you are the example and they see you and they know you're safe and they know you're in alignment. People want to be in alignment. This is why you're listening to this episode so far. And this is a snowball effect. It just grows and grows and grows. If you let the external world control you, and I understand how freaking easy that is, like that is what I woke up to a few days ago. If you're doing something just because you're afraid to be judged or because that's what you've always done, even though you don't like it or getting a job in a field that you got your degree in and even, and even do what your parents told you to do, you know, you have to go to school for this or whatever. It will literally kill your authentic voice. It's the death of authenticity. And I'm telling you right now, if you aren't attracting the right people or things like love and abundance into your life, it's because you aren't clear on who you are, nor do you understand who you truly are. So I want to give you a personal example of how I stand in my authenticity, even though many others don't agree with me. And them not agreeing with me, for the record, is not my problem. It's their automated response. When I do something and someone has an automated feeling and they react and respond, that's not me. That's them. That's not mine. That is not my energy. So I do two things that trigger a lot of people. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So the first thing is that I swear I've cussed in this episode so far already. And I can't tell you how many times I've been told how unprofessional this is, how unladylike whatever. Other people don't like that I swear sometimes and they judge me and they label me and they try to control me by imposing their beliefs onto me. And I've tried to like limit my swearing and I felt awful and I felt shame from others like because it's just what happens. 
I felt really discouraged from people that I know and love because I get, because they get upset and I start to shrink with the way that I speak naturally. Okay. But now after doing this work, I'm not going to hide that anymore. Sure. Sometimes I watch my mouth like when I'm around kids, but I swear in front of kids. Sorry, moms. They get really mad. Actually, most people in my life don't care anymore, which is fantastic. But I'm a grown ass adult. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Right? I don't need to change myself for you. And you don't need to change yourself for anyone else either. <laughs> the second thing is that I am dyslexic and I make a ton of spelling errors, like a ton. My mom, she, <laughs> shout out mom, yeah. She, uh, and, and Michael too, I should say. Michael helps me quite a bit. Um, proofreads a lot of my shit because I'm, I have so many spelling mistakes some days. It's, it's, <laughs> It's quite comical. <laughs> and oh, the grammar police. Wow. Grammar police are a p- particular breed. Okay. And I usually, um, I used to get really offended and upset and even like panic. I've sent out emails with like giant spelling mistakes or like even in the title and the subject line, <laughs> I just don't see it. But you know, I, I own it. If me spelling a word keeps you from being a part of this amazing community or listening to my podcast or joining my program or coming to a a workshop, then you're not my person (laughs) at all. You're missing the point of life. You are stuck in your automation of how you think it's supposed to be, how you're automatically, how those things come up. When you see a spelling error, the feeling just comes up. It's from your subconscious. You don't even decide Oh, there's a spelling mistake. I need to tell this person. You automatically go to do it. It just happens. And when it comes to leaning into your authentic self, I want to make this really one important distinction. Okay, this is big. This is really big. There's a difference between being of service to your family and your loved ones and your people and being a servant to them. Ooh, there's a difference between being of service to your family and your loved ones and being a servant to them. You are of service to them because you're powerful, authentic energy, and you're teaching them how to stand in their own. That's how you're of service to the people. You are the beacon. You are the light. You are a servant When you deny that light and avoid and bury in silence and dim yourself for the sake of others, for the sake of them. Servants stem from fear. Of service to stems from love and abundance and compassion. Remember, when you give the people in your life, your spouse, your parents, teachers, friends, society, everything that they want, you give them full control of you, your happiness, your power, your business, and you completely lose who you are. We don't change who we are because someone else told us to, or do we? This is how we lose. Now, many people talk about alignment as if it's something that you move yourself into. You move into alignment. Have you heard that before? But I look at it as something that requires you to shed something you didn't realize you were holding on to. 
You may be holding on to beliefs and automations that the external world told you to hold. I, I can guarantee it. <laughs> I can literally guarantee that that is what you are doing and you don't even know. And in order to move into the letting go, into the shedding, we must first come to understand what we are holding in the first place. How can you let go of something you didn't know you were holding? So I want you to start to question things. This is what I started to do with myself, question myself. This is why I had to reconnect and point my attention towards me, my attention towards me. My energy and authenticity is the most important thing in life. And I hope you now feel the same way about your energy and your authenticity. Without you thriving, how can anyone around you truly thrive? The death of the authentic self is in our midst. The world is pulling it out of you one media story, social media, rule, culture, diet culture, cancel culture, step at a time. But only if you choose to give that power away. So what are you going to decide? I hope to see you guys all at the July 6th workshop that I am hosting. Please check out my Instagram or go to alisaunfilteredcoaching.com. That's alisaunfilteredcoaching.com for all information about the, uh, the workshop and to register. It is free, 100% free. I hope to see you there. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. If you haven't done so yet, I'd love for you to share the love and head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify and give this show a five-star rating. I'll give you bonus points for leaving a written review. If you're looking for more, head over to elisaunfilteredcoaching.com for show notes and all the links to all the things Elisa Unfiltered. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time. 